Welcome to Higher Fitness. I'm your host, Jackie Cooney, and I've been in the fitness industry for about 30 years. We are living in unique times, and the fitness industry is reacting and changing rapidly. And while we've seen massive change over the last 30 years, I'd have to say that I haven't seen as much change as I have in the last decade. With the influence of social media, the digital age, millennials, and fashion, we have built this industry into a $99 billion global force. Each of us in the community of promoters and purveyors of health and wellness owe a debt of thanks to those who have instructed our own practice and shaped our core being. Without the enthusiasm and the dedication to their vocation, their expertise and passion to inspiring us to becoming the best version of ourselves, many of us in the fitness industry and the community may not be the people we are today. The multitude of devoted fitness leaders in our community draw their motivation from a full-hearted desire to help others fulfill their fitness potential. The hours are long and irregular, and the work is demanding. Four years ago, I embarked in building my own business, where I support, recruit, and promote the fitness industry and fitness professionals. Now, with COVID-19, I continue my quest to support the industry that I love and to support the fitness professionals who build a stronger, healthier community. This is Higher Fitness. Welcome to Higher Fitness. I'm your host, Jackie Cooney. During this episode, I interview an inspirational leader. She's a mother, an entrepreneur, and the owner of Bar Body Studios in Calgary, Alberta. Marlo Bross, her drive comes from an unstoppable will to create life on her own terms. She was Calgary's Top Fitness Awards 2019 Bar Instructor of the Year. I have the pleasure of starting off our interview by finding out the why of Bar Body Studios and how it all began. Welcome, Marlo. Thank you for having me today. It's such an honor to be a part of this podcast, Jackie. So my history with Bar Body, we launched, um, or I launched the business in 2012 um, out of a community center and taught out of West Hillhurst Community Center in their small little gym for about eight months and then opened uh, our, first re- our first studio in January of 2013. So we've been open for just over seven years and have two locations here in Calgary. Why I fell in love with bar, when I started doing it myself, practicing it, first of all, I'm not a dancer. I have no dance background, zero. Um, So when I started practicing it, it was this whole new world opening up to me of fitness. Um, My background in fitness comes from running. I played um, softball growing up. I then got into yoga, and then I started teaching classes um, or taking classes with Jerry Love. Uh, ripped classes, and then I taught for her as well. So I had no dance background, um, but I loved the way that I felt when I was taking these classes. And there was nothing at the time like that in Calgary other than a traditional ballet class or um, adult dance class maybe. So I thought, this is wonderful. Uh, If I feel this great, I'd love to share it with other people. So I began learning how to teach it. And to be honest, I was awful at it at the beginning. Like any anything new that we learn, it takes a ton of practice. But I was willing to put in the time because I loved it so much. And I wanted to share that passion um, with other people. 
So I, that's what I did. I just, I took eight months of practicing and training and then finally opened the studio doors. And was I perfect when we opened? Absolutely not. Were my staff 100% trained? Absolutely not. But we just went ahead with it and dove in. Well, obviously you flourished and have excelled at becoming a bar instructor as you were nominated and won for Calgary's Top Fitness Award the top bar instructor. So congratulations. Um, You have two studios. Let's talk about your business model. So the business model is um, group fitness classes and people purchase, you know, five, 10, 20 card passes or memberships and then attend. So they can pre-book classes online or drop into the studio and attend uh, at either one of our locations. And that's basically, you know, how we generally operate. We have, we offer a few um, pre-registered classes like the mommy and me's where moms come with their babies. And we teach those classes twice a week at both studios. So four times a week, um, for about it's a six-week program so we start you know with a really basic week one introducing them to the, the studio and the movement and then increase the level of difficulty as the weeks go on and moms can also bring their toddlers to those classes as well so we do teacher training programs and we've been offering teacher training programs since uh well so I opened them up to the public in I think 2014 And that was a big decision for me because at that time, you know, a lot of the bar studios that I was familiar with were really closed in, in who they were offering their training to, and they wanted to keep their method protected and just for the people that worked for them, which I understand that's important, but I felt like if I wanted to play a hand in giving bar really strong reputation and assisting people to learn how to properly teach it, that I needed to open it up to the public and especially to people in remote areas so that they could take it back to their smaller communities and offer it so we've had people come from Banff from Invermere from Jasper uh, from way up north um, in Alberta from Saskatchewan we've trained people from many many places across Canada and I'm really proud of that offering that uh, that we give as well so those are some of the things that we do with that that uh, in the business model we offer uh, I think it's 94 classes a week between the two studios so I interviewed you for Calgary's top fitness annual in January of 2020 and we discussed some of your 2020 visions and some goals that you had. Can you tell us about them? So yes, it has been a goal of mine to go to bring to take our classes online for several years and it first started, um, I became a Lululemon ambassador in 2015. And when we went through the uh, goal setting workshop, that was about September 2015. My number one goal was to offer online fitness classes. And that was my big, hairy, audacious goal. And I remember speaking to the team at Market Mall Lululemon and they're like, oh, of course, like, absolutely. You could do this. Like, we can help you. Like, you could be on and like, we could get it done in like three months. We'll just start rolling with it. No problem. I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The fear like completely shut me down. I was just not able to mobilize on that goal. And even though they were supportive and I was part of their um, ambassador team for two and a half years and they were constantly checking in with me on my goals, I didn't feel like I was ready. It was like, okay, this has to be perfect. That has to be perfect. This has to be taken care of before I could take that on. Uh, 
so then in 2017, I finally wrote my business plan for online fitness classes. And I presented it to this small business group that I'm a part of and to receive feedback and, and generate more ideas and see where maybe I was like, had my blinders on and it, they were so supportive of it. They were like, yes, this is great. This is like, you have the personality, like you can, you have the energy, you could make this happen tomorrow. You could start getting going on it. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Again, the fear, fear just kept creeping in. Until I finally, last year in 2019, I'm like, I am not going to let this fear cripple this goal of mine anymore. So I filmed my very first video in January of 2019 and launched it onto YouTube and just dove in. Just thought, you know what, I'll get feedback, I'll get practice. So in 2019, I filmed three of those videos and, and loaded them up onto YouTube. And that was my practice ground. Similar to what I did with the community center, I felt like I needed some sort of some sort of way to warm up to both being on camera. Instructing on camera is completely different than instructing in person. And to, you know, learn from how do I how do I engage with the community. And those all received really great responses. And I, I learned a ton, you know, the first video to the third video, I learned so much. So um, then I sat on it again. Um, one, because I, my, the videographer that I was working with then got really busy in the music um, industry, filming music videos. So I sort of, you know, slowed down on, on that goal until here we are. Well, I commend you for having the insight. The industry was heading towards a stronger online presence, and this has now forced everybody to be in the now. Can you describe what it was like when you knew that you would have to temporarily close your doors? So on March 16th, we closed the studio doors due to COVID-19. And that was at 8 a.m. We announced that we would be closing our facilities temporarily. At 7 p.m. that night, I taught my first live class to 250 people on Facebook. Wow. And you had a event prior to that. Let's, let's talk about that event, I, you know, because I feel that's an important part of the fitness industry is being part of the community and collaboration. So let's just talk a little bit about that event, too. Sure. On um, So for the third year in a row, we have had a class in, on International Women's Day, March the 8th. And we have hosted that class at the Palace downtown, um, where we've, you know, we've brought together over 100 women. And we've had men, too, to celebrate International Women's Day together. So we spend an hour in a fitness class um, and sort of talking about what it means to be a woman today. You have such a strong belief in community, which is fantastic because that's what makes our industry so incredible. How are you able to support the community, obviously, that supports you and your instructors during this time? Yeah, great question. The community, number one, um, we started supporting them through offering these classes uh, on a daily basis. So we didn't miss a day. We haven't missed a day with them with offering fitness classes through the Facebook live sessions. And those have all been free for anyone to attend. And so that, you know, we continue to receive messages, emails, text messages, social media comments about how grateful people are to have that in their life. So 
community and connection are two of our huge values at Bar Body Studio. So it was just like no question that we would be able to somehow find a way to stay connected with them through movement, which is why I just jumped right on into that Facebook live session, even though I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> uh, the, so from there, we created a private Facebook group for anyone that wanted to join a 30 day challenge with us uh, and just keep each other accountable and moving and provide support to each other during this time. So that was open to anyone in our community, anyone that was interested in, in that connection, that piece. And we have right now, so we're now almost 30 days into it. We have over 700 people in that group and people leave comments on, you know, on a regular basis, uh, just about how they're feeling and what workouts they've been doing and what's going on in their lives. So that's a really nice way to connect with our community um, beyond the workout. And then the staff have been so incredible. We've obviously stayed in, in close contact with them because we are still technically, we're not open for business, but we're open for business. Right. So we, you know, we're scheduling instructors to teach those classes, making sure that they feel like they have what they need, the tools that they need in order to go live on camera. Because like I mentioned, it's completely different than teaching in person and we're learning as we go. Uh, then there's, you know, all the people all from our team that are supporting in the background and supporting can look like anything from responding to a customer's comment or question on our social media or just clapping, and, you know, for us during the videos and sending emails and text messages with each other. Yesterday, I hosted a Zoom call with all of the instructors and front desk support team, and we had 26 of us on call at the same time and I ran a like a round circle just giving everyone a chance to have the floor and share how they were feeling and how they were coping right now so that that was really great. Well let's talk about how your instructors are feeling from an inside view. So our team is uh, feeling like they're you know cooped up restless um, not don't have control of what's going on, um, uncertain. There's, you know, moments of grief and anger and upset, but then there's these beautiful things happening that, you know, they're connecting with their families long distance or old friends. They're moving um, in their, you know, they're doing the classes online. We launched uh, the on-demand program, which a lot of them, are able to take classes. So they all have free access to that platform and they're able to take classes um, whenever they feel like they don't just have to take the live classes that are free. And so that's really helping. Movement was a big piece that's helping people and getting outside was a big piece that's helping. You know, part of the fitness movement is that we are very connected with the instructors, the owners of the studio, with each other when we go to our workouts and it's a one-on-one, -on -one, more personal, more intimate situation when you're speaking to somebody, communicating at the studio. How are you doing that now? So we, um, I've been sending emails out to our community that the people that are involved in sort of the program that we're offering right now, they get a weekly check-in from myself, my sister Tara, and our team. And it's just sort of a, hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? Those sort of things. Come find us in the Facebook group. Join the conversations there. 
And I found that's really, really important. And we, we receive, you know, people reply back to that email. Thank you so much. You, you have no idea what an impact this is making on my life. Um, you're keeping me sane. I, it's something I look forward to every day. I can see familiar faces. I've got my partner involved. My kids are doing the workout with me. Uh, so, so that's really wonderful. If we feel, I feel like we are bringing purpose, and I think that any time that we can bring purpose through using our talents, our gifts, or, or our resources, um, it really brings about some positive impact in many, many ways. So let's fast forward to a year from now. Obviously, the industry is going to change. So what does your studio look like, feel like? What do you see for the future? Mm-hmm. I agree. We are, I think this will change human behavior and human patterns um, in ways that were maybe, I don't know that I can predict just yet, but if I had to guess that we may see people wanting to be in smaller group class sizes and offering, you know, bigger overlaps between the classes when they're scheduled. So we don't have 60 people funneling through at the exact same time in the space. I think that, uh, people, first of all, like we'll be so, so enthusiastic about coming back into this space and rejoining as a group, but that just may look a little bit different. So people may want to bring their own equipment to use instead of shared equipment, maybe. Uh, Those are just some of the things I could see happening. I think that we will see a number of people wishing to continue with the online classes at home and just doing that from their own space after they felt comfortable with that um, and feel like that's meeting their need. They may not want to to join back into a a large group setting. Uh, It might take a while to repattern that um, once this is all done, especially if it it goes on a year or longer. So obviously there's going to be ramifications and you must have time to ruminate about the current situation and where it could lead. And on those moments when you're by yourself, can you talk about that as a businesswoman and how you're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, um, obviously, when I when I closed the studios and then I went in with my tripod and camera and filmed that first class on the same day on March 16th, I was really thinking about how do I connect, um, how do I stay committed to the community, um, how do we bring them what they need right now, Uh, And it was a short-term sort of solution in my mind. Long-term, I I will not be able to continue to offer free classes forever because there are a ton of expenses that go with with that, right? The software, the video, the housing of all of those, that content um, and taking care of our instructors is number one, being able to pay them. So even though I would love to continue to offer Uh, free so that everyone has the opportunity for fitness. I may have to dial that down to just maybe a couple of times a week. Well, and then welcoming anyone to the on-demand platform for for classes there so that we can continue to pay our bills. Uh, Long-term, I think really being, you know, we're creative with how we continue to connect with people and support people during this time. I think that people are connected with 
fitness in a big way, not just particularly my studio or this, my style of fitness, but there's a lot of amazing leaders out there in the, in the city and in, in the community that are doing great things. And people are tuning in and listening to us as leaders. And so making sure that we are providing, providing what they need on many different levels. So I think that it could evolve from not just offering fitness classes, but also support like the Facebook group or, you know, goal setting workshops or those sort of things beyond just offering fitness. It's been so amazing to me watching the fitness industry pivot and adapt and support the community of fitness users. Let's talk about the positive takeaways from COVID-19 and this current situation where the whole world is being affected. Oh yeah, so many, Jackie, so many positives that we are resilient. Like this, like not just us here in Calgary, but the entire world is resilient and being able to, you know, make these changes and um, speak about what we need um, more clearly is, is one of the things that comes top of mind to me. Um, I think that, you know, we'll continue to, we'll continue to support people's um, desire to move through our online streaming. We'll continue, even when we go back into the studio, offering those live classes for people to tune in from home will be a big thing for us. Uh, so we're setting up equipment in the studio to be able to do that during a live class. And that, that I think will be a huge game changer for us anyways at Bar Body Studio. So Marlo, I'm going to lean into your expertise as a fitness leader, entrepreneur, business owners. One of the takeaways I would like people to gain from this podcast is some insights on what it takes to be successful in this uh, ever-changing industry. Can you share some of your experiences or give advice to people that are newer to the industry or want to get into the industry? Uh, yes, and I think um, for me, you know, I always, I always, always believe, and I share this whenever I give talks or speak with other studio owners, that what matters is how we treat people. And if we treat people well and we are really interested in, in who they are as humans, um, that they will come back to us. And, and really this is about human connection and how do we support people at different stages of their life. And now we're finding ourselves in this stage, a different stage that none of us could have predicted. So how do we support them right now through that? I think making don't like for the people that are just starting out or finding themselves a little bit frustrated or struggling with where they're at right now with their business, whether it's fitness or not, just making like those small wins like continuing to work on what you can each day in a small dose. And you may feel like some of it's not in your control. Uh, and you may feel like there's things up that you're up against, but don't give up hope that this will turn around one day and you will be able to dive back into that amazing community an amazing business and continue to share um, your creativity and your gifts with everybody. So just hang in there. So what inspirational stories or what have you seen that have been inspiring to you during COVID-19? 
I love seeing what I'm seeing so much of right now is people making the medical supplies or the masks for people in the community, not necessarily for the medical industry, but for all of us. Uh, so that is to me, I think just incredible. I love seeing, um, people making signs and putting them in the windows. We've had neighbors drop off fresh baked cookies on our doorstep. We had our family pop by yesterday and ring the doorbell and we were able to speak, you know, six feet apart and they dropped off wine and, and treats for us. Yes. Uh, I love seeing people outside of the seniors' homes and the seniors, you know, getting some, even though they can't go in and speak to them right now. So finding ways to connect with other human beings in a unique way, I think that has been some of the most beautiful things that I've seen. Final thoughts and insights um, about being sustainable and moving forward during this time. I think, you know, what comes to mind right now is that online fitness, we are, all of us that are teaching right now are learning how to meet the needs of our community and pivoting from teaching group fitness classes, or maybe you're doing one-on-one fitness training is so different when you're online. So, um, that's what I'm really like top of mind, really like clear about right now is how can I help somebody with their form and with their anatomy knowledge and with their understanding of how the body moves when I can't be there in the same room with them at the same time. So that's something that uh, I think that all of us are really striving to, to get better at uh, and, and very aware that we have to, we have to uh, help people the best that we can, even though we're doing it through video. I think that I'm so proud to be a fitness leader. I'm so proud of the other fitness leaders in our city, in our province, in our country who are continuing to keep people moving and connected um, and helping them, you know, deal with some of the things that, you know, being cooped up has brought on for all of us. So proud fitness leader right here. Thanks, Marlo, for being a guest on Higher Fitness. I wish you continued success and wellness. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Higher Fitness. I hope you enjoyed the five episodes in how the fitness industry is building immunity against COVID-19. I hope you'll join us for our next leadership series. I'm your host, Jackie Cooney. Thanks for listening. Stay well.